0: Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop a sub, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. John, the World XP Podcast resident sports writer is back for – we didn't do our NBA um, season preview, so we're doing an NBA – was it two months – or three months in – reaction slash yeah. predictions for the rest of the season episode. I feel like this has become a little bit of a staple, which I enjoy a little bit. So thanks for coming back, man. Yeah. I appreciate it.
1: No, it's a pleasure to be on. Always love being on World XP. Uh, yeah, great great to be here. Um, can't say the same about my sports teams, but hey, who knows? We never can predict what happens. I'm always wrong. It ends
0: up being. Oh, my so. No, you're not, we'll always what wrong. Has to offer. you're not always wrong. <laughs> Stop it. Um, the first thing I want to get your thoughts on was the yeah. NBA in season tournament. Um, I know we had some, a little bit of banter in the group chat mm-hmm. about the Lakers putting up a banner that didn't mean anything. Um, sorry, Mustafa. <laughs> um, but what are your thoughts on the format or the concept generally and the execution of it? Like for me, the courts I thought was a nice change of pace. And it just seemed like, and I, and I didn't really listen to or pay attention to like what it meant mm-hmm. for the regular season and stuff, but just like having another um thing to kind of pay attention to, like the regular season had kind of got stale for me except for Christmas and like a few other marquee matchups here and there. Yeah. Um, So it was nice to, even though I didn't really watch any of it, it was nice to be like, yeah. Oh, that's a cool, Change of pace, but I don't What are your thoughts on it?
1: No, I think it's a good change of pace. It really helps the viewership. Um, doesn't mean much. No, I wish it had some playoff implications. Maybe with, I don't know if you finish top uh, each side of your I don't know, conference, so to say. Like we had the Pacers, Lakers finishing top two. Maybe it means, hey, no matter what how you finish, you get at least a play in. So like the Lakers right now, who are not even playoff eligible, granted they won the in-season tournament, maybe they're the automatic 10 team. And sorry if you're if you're 10th in the West in that scenario, but I think that would have been more interesting, but it was entertaining to watch, uh, especially the courts. Um, uniforms, I didn't like the city editions this year, I thought they were lacking a lot overall, but uh, it was fun to watch, especially you saw like Tyrese Halberton come out of his shell. And become this, uh, well, probably NBA second team uh, player, and just seeing these other teams kind of gain momentum. And just, I don't know, we haven't seen like a Pacers or even a Pelicans team that has been relevant in a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, to your point about like if they win, maybe they're the automatic 10 seed that's something that they would know going into this season. It's the same, it's the same sort of system right. as if you are like, let's say hypothetically in soccer, if a team wins the champions league, but they finish in fifth, yeah. then whoever's in fourth, like, sorry, but that's something that you know about. And if you know that that team has a chance to win, right. whatever that competition is, you know, you have to make sure that you finish third or ninth or whatever the situation right. is. So it adds a little bit extra to, to that, I think as well, mm-hmm. to your point. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I think execution maybe could be better, like you said, but I think overall, yeah. good concept. Um, yeah. And looking forward to see how they how they execute it next year.
1: Right. It was good to watch uh, a lot of these other guys who don't usually get play time get a couple bonuses, like Christian Wood. I saw that he had purchased a house for his mom with the, the money that he had earned, so it was nice to see stuff like that where a lot of these bench players get to finally make decent Money as opposed to uh, as compared to, to, let's say LeBron James, Anthony Davis, that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, any other thoughts on the on the in season tournament? You want to go on to normal regular
1: season? I'd say we're good to proceed to the regular season, especially given the, the the distinction, vast like drop off between the Lakers. In season, kind of leads to well the regular season drop off that they're currently experiencing.
0: Yeah, is that your biggest surprise of the regular season so far?
1: I mean, I had them. I thought it was going to be a kind of a vendetta year, kind of LeBron and AD come back force to be reckoned with. They signed off season was arguably one of the best in NBA, my opinion. They bring back a lot of guys. They had finished second in the West. And then, I don't know, just AD and LeBron have been playing great. I mean, but everyone else uh, can't be found.
0: Yeah. Um, I was talking with Mustafa about this the other day. He said, did you see um, Braun elbowed uh,
1: yes. somebody on the
0: Grizzlies, whoever that oh, – I don't remember who that yes. was. Yeah, um, he elbowed and then, him. And then he says, "Oh, we just suck right now." And I and I was oh, saying man. to Mustafa, it just seems like he's taxed mentally at this point because those are not things that you would expect of of him.
1: He he does seem to be mentally taxed. He's frustrated. Apparently, he's not speaking to the media even after like nine blowout wins. Um, he's just quiet. According to I, – I listened to something on ESPN earlier today that according to Kendrick Perkins, which kind of means eh, little, but <laughs> apparently he's quite on the group chat that they're a part of. But do I buy any of that? No. I mean, LeBron's LeBron. He can do whatever he wants. He's the king for a reason. So, yeah, I mean, they finished arguably the hottest team in the NBA last year. So, there's no way you can cat him out.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. What other big surprises have there been for you? I think just glancing over the standings, I don't know if Minnesota was supposed to be as good as they are. Um, but I yeah. don't really see. Maybe Orlando is another surprise that they're playing pretty well. But I don't really see yeah. any other super strange things.
1: No, I mean, you could argue the lack of. I mean, a lot of these are injury related, but. For the Suns, you figured their big three with Beal, who's been injured a lot, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, you thought they'd be higher up, maybe even – I don't know. You just Some of these teams you thought would be good or better, you thought Golden State maybe would come back in a way, but they haven't. um, I'm kind of surprised by Toronto, how fast they've been selling. I thought they were going to be considered like a dark horse. But they just kind of dropped off and now they of course they traded OG Ananobi to the Knicks. They got a good return elsewhere. I think they got um I mean the Knicks are playing very well, don't get me wrong, but if I were to give an edge, I would probably early prediction they they have a better edge in that trade. But I don't know. They're kind of seeming like they're gonna deal with Pascal Siakam and I think they kinda of have to.
0: Where what are the potential landing spots? Yeah, where are potential landing spots for Siakam?
1: Apparently, it's there's four teams that are strongly interested. One of which is now the Golden State Warriors, which is makes sense, but a little bit surprising. Um, I don't know how a trade would look for that. Um, I doubt. <laughs> I doubt Toronto wants, uh, of course, Draymond Green. Klay um, Thompson's been, yeah. And well Curry's a bit old now. So I don't know. Maybe Kaminga they would deal with. I could see. Um Kaminga's been playing well, but he hasn't gotten much playing time and he's kind of been vocal in a kind of a negative way about the team. Uh so I could see that, but I think I think there's a better chance that maybe a Philadelphia. Um or even I mean you could I mean probably not the Knicks given that they got Randall. Um, it's hard. It's hard to find a suitor. I mean, but there are those teams that are kind of on the outside cusp of the top tier that maybe are looking for a little boost. I don't think the Thunder. I think the Thunder are going to be sellers. I mean, that would be incredible to have Pascal next to Chet Holmgren. Shea Gildas Alexander. That would be something, given all the draft picks that they have but the yeah. age difference doesn't kind of match up with their uh, building experiment.
0: If you went to Philly, I think that, well, depending on what Philly would have to give up, that would be, that would be interesting, <laughs> obviously for you as a Philly fan, but I think that would be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I, is that feasible for you guys really?
1: I could see it being feasible. Do I think it will happen? Probably not. I think Philadelphia is more likely to go after, let's say a, uh, Bogdanovich or uh, like something like that. A 3 and D kind of thing. Um, But you could make something happen like uh, contract-wise, it would have to include probably Marcus Moore Sr. Um, You'd probably put in B-Ball Paul throw in there. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe a couple, I mean, of course a couple picks, but maybe another young player on the as a guard, but that would probably be the main pieces because Toronto's mainly wanting to dump salary.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. So, what's Minnesota? What's been the catalyst for their sort of right? So, right now, obviously, we got the one seeds are Boston and Minnesota. I don't think right. if you were to ask anyone at the beginning of the season that they would have said Minnesota would have been the one seed in the West. Um. 30. No. What what are we a little less than halfway through the season. Um what's been yeah. the catalyst for their success thus far?
1: Well, I think they're head. they're they're led by a great coach and Chris Finch. It's now his what fourth year technically. I mean, he started coaching in 2020 2021 about halfway through. Um but they've seen great improvement from a lot of their core players. Go statistically is not having his best year, but I consider him the de- defensive rookie or defensive player of the year. He's not a rookie. Um, but, I mean, Anthony Edwards has seen great improvement. He's easily an all-star. Uh, Nas Reed as a backup center, um, former LSU product, has played very well off the bench. And they're just playing in a groove. And, of course, they're led by the Twin Towers and Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. But, uh, yeah, McDaniel's in there. Uh, but they're just a solid young team. And a little bit of veteran leadership with, of course, Gobert and Anthony Towns. But, I mean, Anthony Edwards, he's playing like that top pick he was drafted as. Do
0: you think they can make some noise in the playoffs? Or are they too inexperienced in the playoffs. Do you you think, are they going to be like a one-two seed that like, uh, for example, a a Lakers or a Phoenix or a Golden State is going to want to see in the first round?
1: Well, I think they're going to finish third when push comes to shove. Um, I think Denver's going to still finish first and I see Oklahoma City uh, edging them out slightly. Uh, It is very close though in those top Three, four, teams with Sacramento and the Clippers being just on the outside of that. But I could see them doing something. They've got depends on the matchups because some teams they're great against. Some teams they're just. I mean, they're they're not they're ma- not matchup wise good against. Um, do I think they can beat a Denver? Probably not in a seven game series. Um, but I could see them making noise, but I I just don't think they have enough. I don't think they have enough experience when it comes to overall, like you're alluding to, especially on the bench. The bench is kind of young. That's where I think a little bit of the problem is when it comes to playoffs.
0: That makes sense. So I want to stick with the West for a little bit because we've got these, we've got these teams, Lakers, Golden State, Phoenix, the Clippers with yeah. these, we'll say, like the um, they have the stars of, we'll say, like you, me and you, our generation, um, yeah. kind of all teamed up. Like if you were to say five years ago, if you had Booker Durant, um, and Beal, you'd be like, oh, that team mm-hmm. is for sure winning it all. Uh, and then mm-hmm. but you could say that for all four of those teams, kind of, yeah. um, so. Where, what do you see shaking out in the West? Obviously, because you've still got a Dallas sitting there with with Luca, Kyrie still there, isn't he? I believe. Um, yeah. And where do you see these kind of? Because it seems to me like there's four teams that are floating around this like six to eleven sort of area that mm-hmm. other teams are not going to want to see in the playoffs. Is that a fair statement or? Or do these records for these teams really reflect how good they actually are? No, I, I do think, there,
1: I, I think there's a crowd of West teams. That, I think it'll be really, really uh, depending on how they finish the regular season, uh, a lot of that will play into it. But there are a lot of good West teams in that. Uh, I'd say the top, I mean, you could argue seven, seven teams. I'd probably go six, but six teams that are – six, seven teams that are very – they could easily upset a one team, like a Denver. Do I think it will happen? No. I think Denver's got too much experience with each other. And unless somebody in the starting lineup gets injured, I don't see anything shaking out. But, I mean, you never know. Oklahoma City, they're incredibly young, but they're, they're hungry. I mean, they're winning. And Chet Holmgren, I think, well, some may argue Victor Wembanyama, And I thought Wemby would be the MVP or the rookie of the year, but Chet Holmgren's been at least the rookie of the year to the halfway point almost. Uh, but you got teams like that. You got the Kings, who are no one to sleep on, with Fox, Malik Monk, Sabonis. They got the Clippers. Clippers are arguably the hottest team in the NBA right now. I mean, James Harden joins, you think, okay, they're off to a rocky start. They were, but then they pulled it together. Uh, they've got, of course, arguably Kawhi on one of his best streaks of his uh, playing career in the NBA, and Paul George. The only question with them is, can Kawhi stay healthy? Can they all stay healthy? Um, given the age of a lot of them being 30. 32 at least and up 32, 33. Um, and of course, you you throw in Westbrook in there, uh, but then you got Dallas, Luca, Kyrie. Luca can put up 30 a game, so yeah.
0: This Clippers team thats like just question mark. This yeah. Clippers team just going down the rock, Kawhi, Paul George, Harden, Westbrook, like six years ago, that is like the all star starting lineup. Um, it's crazy how things change like that, and how some of these guys move around because they still have the talent. Um, obviously, but um, you mentioned Wembenyana. Um, (laughs) did I did I say his name right? Wem Wembenyama. Yeah. So he's So obviously he's having a decent season for a rookie, right? Nineteen and um, nineteen and ten and three assists and three blocks. Right, is a good season. but I've been hearing from like, if I listen to JJ Redick show or whatever, I've been hearing that he's not getting that much playing time. And I saw a couple clips of him, like open under the basket, him not getting the ball. Is there any unrest there? Like what's the situation going on there? Because even like, I feel like five and 29 is like really, really not good, obviously, but it seems like, I don't know what's, what's going on with, with them, do you think? Oh, I mean, you can die that one Benyamu. And, young, yeah.
1: and uh, he's one guy. One guy is not going to win you 30, 40 games. Sure. And, I mean, that's why I give the edge right now, especially rookie year to Chad You look at impact on a team. Yeah, they have a state dealer, Suggs. Yes, they have a better team all around. I mean, you put Wemby on the team, you take Holmgren out, you could say Wemby's better, but we don't know that. We'll never know that. But what? it's not like the Yama's not going to play in time. He's getting almost what, 30, yeah, 29, 30 minutes per game. Um, And he's, I mean, technically he's scoring more than Chet Holgren. Yeah, and he's been better defensively, but Again, there's a lot of things that go beyond that. Like, when we always had a great four-game span, but Chet's second among rookies in points per game. He's got the best field goal percentage among rookies that have played more than 30 games. He's shooting 54.3%, which is pretty ridiculous. He's fourth best in three-point percentage among rookies that have played 30 or more games, 39.6, which is better than when Minyama makes a bigger impact, like I said, and he's just, he's shaping into a star player. We already know when Mignon's going to become a star. I mean, he he just, he just earned the respect, honestly, of Giannis. Granted, you also got to look at, like I said, he's had a great four-game span, Mignon. But look at the teams that he's played. Like, He's played Milwaukee, who's playing terrible on defense, just awful. Like one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And it's shocking for how good their record is. And at last, no, because they're just that bad on defense. But uh, like I said, it, it's more than one player. Wemin is a center, a center that's listed at 7 4, but he's actually 7 5, and he can't do everything. I mean, it took more than just like Joel Embiid to become what he is now. He had to have Ben Simmons at the time. He had to get other players around him because, I mean, look at him. He gets guarded two, three players every time he touches the ball now. So, yeah. but I do think there, while the record doesn't show, Greg Popovich knows what he's doing. If anyone yeah. does, it's him.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess I just didn't expect them to be like that bad. I expected them to be at this point, like just looking at the records, I would have expected them to be in like the 10 and 22 type range, just like slightly better. Um, Also down at the bottom of the West is Memphis. Do you expect them to make a resurgence now that John Morant is back? and be a threat in the playoffs, or do you think that it's too late for, for them?
1: No, I wouldn't say it's too late. Uh, I mean, they're only about I think like four or five teams. Man. Well, more like six. Six games back of like the 10-team, five-six. Yep. Five, six.
0: five games spent, back, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so and, I mean, the team that they're trying to catch up to is Golden State, who's in shambles. Um, Houston, who's Kind of inconsistent, but they do have a good young star in sangoonon uh sons who are injured every other week uh I think New Orleans is gonna stay. they're still gonna make the playoffs, so I think there's three teams they can easily three of those teams they can catch up to, and they're coming I mean, ahead of them is what the Jazz and the Lakers Jazz are inconsistent, Lakers you don't know. It's like Golden State. They could go up or down in a large way.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But
1: yeah, I think they could easily catch, especially especially the past few games that they've played. I mean they've
0: played well. Fair enough. So let's oh we'll stick with the West for for this one. We'll say who are your kind of if you were to predict the conference finals matchup out of the West. Who would you go with?
1: Well I would um my first round matchups would be Denver and then I'd have Phoenix as the eighth seed. I think they get back to some sort of healthiness. So you have Kevin Durant and you'll have a poker. I mean, it's kind of hard to outdo that. Um but I have them like winning their play in, but then losing to the Pelicans, Pelicans getting seven seed. They would take on the Thunder. Dallas at six playing number three Minnesota and then five four is a battle for California in number five flippers, number four kings. So I, I figure Nuggets win they're around. Uh, Thunder. I think Thunder take care of Pelicans. I think I think Timber will beat the Mavericks. Um maybe go seven. That's a flip of a coin there uh and then i think the clippers beat the kings like i'm gonna just hope that Kawhi is healthy um so then you're looking at nuggets what nuggets clippers mm-hmm. or something like that so still got to go nuggets i'm gonna say at the end of the day it's gonna be nuggets
0: you think what nuggets against the thunder in the in the final conference finals, mm-hmm. something like that. Do you think Do you think they get there, or do you think maybe Nuggets against maybe a Dallas or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, if well, if Dallas were to lose, uh, who would they
1: play? It Hypothetically,
0: it'd be OKC and Timberwolves. Or Timberwolves, AKC, I meant
1: sorry. Yeah. So, I would say. I think there's something special with this uh, Thunder team. Give me the Thunder. As young Fair as enough. they are. As inexperienced they are. Give me the Thunder, but I think, they, I think they get them off the floor in this hypothetical by the uh, Nuggets. I think yeah, they like, get swept or something.
0: Hasn't Jokic only missed like four shots in his last like five games or something crazy? I think I saw that stat somewhere. Usually.
1: usually. Made some ridiculous half-court shots.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move to the East. Uh. The Pistons are obviously horrendous. Um. But how do you any any big surprises in the East for you so far? See my surprise
1: player or team. Best teams. I mean, the best, the most surprising in a good way, team wise, have been the Pacers and the Magic. I kind of felt like these two teams would be dark horses before the season, and they kind of are. Um, like they're, they're lower market teams. Like they're not a big city team. When you think of big cities, you think LA, Boston, Philadelphia, Miami, something like that. These are mid low level market teams, but both teams didn't make the postseason last year, the playoffs. They're only really separated by half a game with each other right now. I think that was as of yesterday, before yesterday's game. Um and then I think they're yeah, they're both on track to finish ten games above where they were last year, record wise, in the regular season.
0: Yeah. Solid. So, um yeah. what are your as a Miami fan, I have to ask, what are your thoughts on um Jaime Haskins and well, him, but also the Heat generally. So far this season,
1: I think they played well. Um, uh, they're missing something. They're just missing, like, I don't know what it is. I mean, they're they're the fourth best team or fifth best team now in the East, but they just they're just missing something. They're missing. Like, I feel like they're getting slightly too many points per game and they're not scoring. But they're especially not scoring enough. I feel like they could score more. Um, the defense has played okay, decent. But, I mean, the difference in them winning and losing, like, points per game-wise, is about a point, I think, um, just less. And they're winning close games, which is good. That's good. Okay. But also, they are they got a lot of guys injured, so it's kind of hard to assess, given what Butler's out, Kevin Martin's out. I mean, Yami Yakes, he's been one of the best rookies. Good surprise there. But I'm also like, do I really think Kyle Lowry can be healthy? He, he couldn't stay healthy last year. Um, yeah. Do I really think Kevin Love can make a huge impact? as he did last year? No. I think. And you're depending on in backup wise, you're depending on him, Josh Richardson. Um Jovich, talking Robinson, who's good. but uh, and then Josh Richardson. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure.
0: I feel like I we're going to be the same deal. as I, I feel, feel like mean, we're yeah. going to be the same as we've been the last couple of years, which is like a, a tough out in the playoffs, maybe a conference semis, uh-huh. conference finals type deal, um, but not really a big threat yeah. to go to the championship or even. Yeah, or, well, we did go to the finals, yeah. I guess, and even but then it wasn't close yeah. to even even then. So, um, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to see us do it again. But every every finals or every playoff run, it's like Jimmy plays amazing. And we play really good defense and we make opportune plays. And then we play, we beat teams that have holes in them because coach Spo is really good. But then as soon as we play against a team that doesn't really have a hole, IE the nuggets, even though some of the games were close, we were never really going to win that series. So, um, and same with the Lakers 2020 It's like, once you get there, it's like the amount of effort that we've put in to get to that point is like, not, it's not sustainable. Uh, to win a fourth fourth series. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, what are your – if you had to go conference finals for a – for the East, mm-hmm. how do you see things shaking out um, in the East? And then if you had to give a NBA champion prediction, um, who would it be?
1: Um, right now, I mean, as people – it hurts. Uh, Boston. It's the best team in the well. I mean, they're too well well-rounded. Kristaps is healthy. Tatum's Tatum. Derek White's a tremendous player. He's having an all-star season. I mean, yeah, they lost uh, Marcus Smart, but, I mean, it's like it didn't even matter. Um, they're just a good team from a general managerial standpoint. Uh, and it's hard to win at the guard right? I mean, it's one yeah, of the hardest places to play. Bucks. I just Bucks were my number one, but their defense, like I said, is just Swiss cheese. Um, they lost Drew Holiday. Of course, he goes against the boss. So. The problem is he's arguably one of the best, if not the best, on ball point guard defenders. In the NBA, and you replace replacing with Damian Lillard, and Lillard's got to make up for, he's got to make up offensive wise for Drew Holiday and more because he lacks in defense, and I mean, it's a different type of NBA nowadays. Defenses don't win championships usually, but defense does matter, and so the Bucks. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't finishing second, but do I think they're gonna win the East? Not a big. Keep playing this way. I mean,
0: so you got Boston. There, no then...
1: I mean, yeah, I got Boston, uh, but I've got like, um, like I had, yeah, Boston, Bucks, Philly, in three, four for Miami, kind of where the state is on right now, but then Pacers, Cavs, Knicks, and then your plan teams, of course, therefore the Knicks, Magic, Nets, Hawks. Um, and so, I mean, t- Orlando at Boston. I mean, sorry, Orlando. Um, no chance. Knicks at Bucks. That'd be really entertaining. I could see an upset. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Especially because Julius Randle's not been well in the playoffs.
0: Yeah.
1: Count Sixers again. Deja vu. um Acer Sheet. That looks going to be entertaining. I might take the Pacers. I like Halbert. But uh, it all depends on the health of Jimmy Butler. Ultimately for me on that one. But uh yeah, i uh, Boston at the other day. So Boston hey,
0: Denver. Boston, Denver. Who if you had the if you had to pick one.
1: Give me a repeat over taking Boston. I can't take Boston, not go against all
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the hatred and the bitterness of being a Philly fan is coming through. I mean, it's like a Lakers fan trying to
1: say Boston. You can't do it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's go to um our end of season award predictions. Uh, we'll go with MVP first.
1: I mean, you got to give me Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's what fifteen straight now. 15, 16, whatever, straight now with uh 30 30.10 rebound games. Only 20 minutes budget bar and a, Kareem, Barney, Will Chamberlain when I've done that. What with this ridiculous, like, I don't know, you have like 69 of those straight? Some ridiculous like that. Um, he would send being a free throws attempted and made. And he's almost and that's on average. He average is like um I think 12, 12, around 12 and a half. Dual, or uh, free throws made or attempted per game. Second place is Shea Gilgis with 7.7. 7. Mm-hmm. Like five point differential is huge. Uh, but he, he just, he's too hard to defend. I mean, the only thing that will keep him from getting it is, of course, his health. I know he's been battling knee injury. He was out yesterday. Um, but yeah, I mean, when he's on the court, he's the hardest center to defend, in my opinion. But um, Jokic is not too far behind. Uh, Jokic is right there. And Shegel just, I'd put in third place.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I think, um, I think, yeah, I, I was watching clips of Embiid the other day, and he just like, he i forgot who they were playing timberwolves maybe i think it was the timberwolves mm-hmm. and he had i don't remember the exact point total let me see if i can find it real quick i'm on the espn app at the moment but i saw a clip it was basically he got all of his he got all of his points from the free throw line like there's little short fifteen foot jumpers, and he just every time like yeah. jab step shoot over the guy, and it's like you you can't guard him because as soon as you get close, then he takes one dribble and it's a layup at the rim or a dunk or whatever. Um, he's yeah. such a good player. Um, yeah, fair enough. And then I think so. Okay, so Embiid for MVP. We talked about Rookie of the Year. I agree with your take with that one. I think Holmgren, based on how he's playing plus the success of his team, I think that's mm-hmm. a that's a pretty safe. Safe bet, I think. What Wemby, when, when second, Ha-Hasquez, um third, something like that. Is yeah. I think how it's looking at the moment. Yeah. Um, all right, Coach of the Year.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. I mean, while I did say the Thunder finished above, right now at this point, I got to give it to Chris Finch, I mean, they're they're actually, what are they? Uh, yeah, they're five and zero against the top four teams. That were in the, the well, the top four finishing teams in the playoffs for the West. So Nuggets, Lakers, and other two can't remember even two. Um, I think the Warriors. Was it the Warriors? I can't remember. But a lot of the teams aren't that great. But still, five and zero. Oh. Um, but yeah, Timberwolves just played great. Did I? Did anyone really think they're gonna be this good? No. Um, Maybe a rod with his partial
0: stake in those two wolves but I mean, aside from that, no. So, you're going with so Chris Finch, yeah. fair enough. Um, you cut out a little bit when you said so I had to re ask. Um, okay, so then we got oh. MVP, um, rookie of the year, coach of the year. Was it most improved? Are there other ones besides most improved, or is that the last one?
1: Well, you got defensive player of the year. Yes, I'd probably give Gobert. Okay, eight point four rebounds per game. Well, yeah, eight point four rebounds per game defensively. Uh, two point one blocks per game. Yeah, it's not the greatest in the NBA right now, but again, it's about that impact on the team, um, especially because he's he's the best defensive player on the best defensive team that's only averaging about one hundred seven point four points per game. Last time I checked. So.
0: Yeah. When fair you're enough. the
1: best on the best
0: defensively. I mean, Makes yeah. sense. Uh and then, and then most um, most improved.
1: Most improved gotta give me Maxi, Tyrese Maxi. I mean, Maxi. um he went from I mean he he was averaging twenty point three points per game last season. Now he averages about twenty six. He's free throw percentage has gone up about a percent percent and a half nearly. Like. Um uh, he's blocking. Well, it's not much. he's at 0.1 blocks for the MS year. He's at 0.5. Um his assists have nearly doubled from 3.5 to 6.5. Um, he's not fouling as much. He's a better on ball defender. Um, I mean, there's other guys in there you consider like Sang-Goon for the Rockets. Uh, Halliburton, but Maxi's just—I mean, I think he's the fastest player on the court. Are you? Um, yeah. So Tyrese Maxi, and then yeah.
0: What do you give your odds for? We'll end. We'll end with. We'll end with this. <laughs> we made it. Uh, we made it concise and succinct. We said forty-five minutes. We're in and out. It was basically forty-five minutes. Um, what do you give your odds for for Philly to win to win the chip? Are you hopeful this year, or are you? Is it to me? It seems like it's you guys have more of a shot this year than previous years.
1: Well, I I, I mean, I think it's about the same. We don't have, I mean, we don't have a nor... I mean, Harden's a good player, no matter how you feel about him, he's a good player. Um, and with him beat out, he did win us a game or two, especially against Boston. <laughs> Are not easy, so respect to the harden there, but at the same time, you're also taking away a star for a guy who's wanting the ball, which creates better flow, like uh filtrating, filtering the ball out so like uh MB down down by the rim, um, outside the paint for a hook shot, or maybe a step back, and then you got maxi at the point and Tobias got some decent wings especially adding to him, uh, who's been a good addition um, as well as more senior so it's about the same even though they technically I think lost talent I think they also gained good things like that and a fresh new coach in Nick Nurse who's won a championship so I'd say I don't know I might give it about a third, give it a third chance like a 33.3 there but I mean, it's hard to take on a Boston, Milwaukee, let alone not even thinking about the West, whoever emerges.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, dude. Any uh, any last nickels? I appreciate your time. I know we uh, we had a recording or a scheduling snafu. We did it right in the middle of the Arsenal, Liverpool FA yeah. Cup game. Um, so that's kind of with the hurried ending so we can both get out of here and watch the rest of the game Um, but I mean, any, any, last in, yeah. any last nickels any um, last nickels before we get you out of here I
1: mean I think the Pistons are going to win it all next year um, no I do think you've got to give respect to Cade Cunningham as bad as the team has been he has been a phenomenal player and he has put that team on his back and only his back um no, but it's gonna be interesting. It's I think it's really entertaining this year because um and the NBA is always entertaining, but I think we're now getting a new phase of young star players who all transform the game. Especially at the bigs with Sengun, Homegren, Lamin Yama. And then we have a new phase of young guards in a shade, yellow. yes howl over and box um, so it's really and cutting here for a minute but it's really fresh to see these young guys get in here it'll be entertaining to see what comes out of the college and G League and over international prospect fields given they're probably going if you're a top talent I hope you like Detroit, Washington or well what us do because that's where you're going to be finding
0: <laughs> oh, all right yeah. whoa yeah all right john um all right heard it here first predictions nuggets repeat yep. um yeah we'll see you guys next time we might do i don't know if we'll end up doing a playoff preview this year probably maybe we'll see how the scheduling works out um but obviously yeah. John, you guys will see John back, I'm sure at some point in the near future, but, um, so stay on the lookout for his blogs. You're going to release one soon-ish?
1: Yeah, I'll be releasing one soon. Um, again, I, well, I didn't say it again, but I, I focus on football right now. Um, I do very in-depth, um, prospects and, uh, valuations for the NFL draft. So be, be on the lookout for that. Um, always a baseball fanatic pun intended cool Phillies, uh but
0: uh, all <laughs> no, right
1: no. i'm looking forward to you know, writing more
0: <laughs> yeah 100 so links to all that stuff will be in the description um we'll see you guys next time peace